Welcome to the Invest Well Show. I'm your host, Michael Wall. Listen, joined today with a terrific guest, Houston Harrison. He's going to talk to us. We're going to talk really about the idea of investment secrets. So there's some things out there that you may not know, you haven't been told probably. You got to know it. We're going to unpack it today on the Invest Well Show. All right, so listen, going to be a great show today. Joined with Houston Harrison, this guy, founder, owner of Capital Resource Group from Arkansas. Go Razorbacks, what? <laughs> he brought us some noses. I uh, love love that. I should have worn him on the show. I don't even know what I was thinking, Houston. We'll have to get the noses out. Got to get the noses out, baby. But listen, 25 years in the industry, lots of degrees and designations, and, and you've been helping families for a long time. We, we just wanted to take a minute and share some insight with you, really some things, little known things that you don't probably know, and that's probably not good English, about your investments. Listen, a lot of times when you see your rate of return, like, hey, this mutual fund or this whatever is saying, this is what the rate of return is over the last 10 years or five years or eight years, and you think, okay, that's pretty good. The challenge is, is that's not actually the real return. So we want to unpack that today's Houston Thanks for joining us for this. Thank you. Appreciate you having me. Absolutely. Let's let's talk about it. So people okay. are in a place, the industry, the financial industry, right, is challenging in general. Mm-hmm. People are looking for somebody they can trust. Yes. I get that. They worked mm-hmm. hard for what they have. Mm-hmm. They're in a place where they um, care about what they have. They want to make good decisions. They want to be a good steward. They want to really make sure that they're set up correctly. Mm-hmm. But they get so many mixed messages mm-hmm. from so many advisors and so many firms, mm-hmm. whether it's a brokerage firm or a, a, a fiduciary firm or an, an annuity-only firm or a blend of firms or all of these things. Mm-hmm. But nobody's really kind of giving them the real answers that I think they need to be thinking about, which is what types of rates of returns are real and not real. And you've mm-hmm. done a lot of research around this throughout the year. So let's talk about this a little bit. Yeah, thanks, Mike. So one of the things we discovered when we did our research was uh, the around the idea of average returns. Hmm. And so when I look at whether it's a portfolio of individual stocks or a portfolio of, of mutual funds, uh, a lot of times these investments are chosen based on the average return. Uh-huh. If you look at any mutual fund pers- prospectus, you'll see that it's it's got a year-to-date, a one-year, three-year, five-year inception-to-date returns. Uh-huh. All those numbers are average returns. Uh-huh. So as an investor, I'm thinking if I got a let's say a 10% return on $5 million, mm-hmm. then that would be half a million dollars a year in 7.2 years at 10%, my money should have doubled. So it should mm-hmm. be worth 10 million. Mm-hmm. And however, when you consider the potential in any of these market-based uh, products of a negative return, mm-hmm. so whether it's a stock portfolio, mutual fund, even a bond portfolio, when you can have a year with a negative return, average returns become what we would say smoke and mirrors. It's not mm-hmm. really true. So I've chosen a portfolio based on good average returns. We kind of need to avoid chasing per returns anyway. Anyways, yeah, it's not a good idea. And and that, and that's what people, unfortunately, they will find. That, you know, there was a study that was done said that from the early 90s to the mid 2000s. Are you ready for this? Listen, from the from the uh, basically the early 90s, the mid 2000s, the average investor 
literally made about 2.3% a year because they were knee-jerk reactions. They were emotional. You know, we talked a little bit off air, Houston, about the idea that people are buying when the market's high, selling when it's low. They're getting into, they're chasing the return. But I want to take a minute and just kind of go back to what you talked about. So, so what he was saying there, which is so important, is if you look at an investment that says it's going to average or it has averaged 10% a year, the math goes into saying, okay, well, 10% a year, you know, over, over X period of time, my $5 million is going to be worth 10 in 7.2 years. But the reality of it is I think what you're, what you're discussing, and I just want to make sure that people clearly understand this, that losses actually impact your portfolio more than gains. Because if, if somebody loses 30%, they're going to make 42% just to get back to even. If they lose 50 they have to make 100 and that's is that what that's what you're referring to isn't it that's exactly right so using the extreme example which by the way has happened multiple times throughout history right. of lo- exactly what you just said losing that 50% right. if i lost 50% of my 5 million so i'm down to two and a half it now takes 100% return to get back to the 5 million yeah so if i average those yeah and so i've got a negative 50 positive 100 I'm really close to about 25% average annual return, hmm. yet I'm exactly where I started. So, Mike, as I've been helping families over the years, what my uh, families and clients want to know is what's the balance of my account? Yeah. And, and they don't really care what right. the average uh, rate of return is. They yeah. really want to know what the, the balance is. So if the balance is exactly where they started, they didn't feel like they got a 25% return. A really good deal, yeah. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. so average returns are really smoke and mirrors, and it mm. really uh, speaks to the need, especially when you, uh, someone is in a distribution phase mm-hmm. uh, because you have the double whammy of drawing from an account that, yeah. that could have a market loss. Yeah. It really could affect the balance in a profound way. Well, it's, it's reverse dollar cost averaging, right? They're moving into what I, I, you've heard me, if you've listened to this show a lot, talk about you know moving into 30 to 40 years of unemployment, otherwise known as retirement, right? And so now we're in a place where as markets move and they go up and down, what actually worked for you as an investor while you were growing your wealth and markets go up and you're buying and you're investing every month in your 401k or 403b or profit sharing or deferred comp or just regular investment accounts. And as the markets go up and down, you're investing in every month and that investment every month, right? Is great because markets are going up. You're investing more. Uh, as markets go down, you're investing more. As markets go up, you invest. So you continue to invest. But now, when you're retired, mm-hmm. those markets still move, and now you're pulling money out, and it actually has a has a significantly greater effect, and actually increases the chance of losing money. I think this is a great topic, Houston, because nobody is really discussing this. And you know, it, it would be like it'd be like you saying to me, Mike, listen, um, I'm going to go out and buy a new a vehicle, and let's say the price of the vehicle is a hundred thousand dollars, and and you're like, listen, the average cost of the vehicle uh, in, in our market is you know X amount, and I'm like, okay, that's cool. So what's the cost of this vehicle? Exactly. Well, the cost exactly. of this one's 120. I'm like, well, wait a minute, or it's 105, or it's 95, or it's whatever. It's like really all I care about is what is the cost of what I'm buying in the moment. Now, obviously, you want to know averages of other costs and vehicles when you're looking at that so you're getting the correct price. But when it comes to investments, we got to be in a place where we understand what that looks like. What are some of the things that you think, uh, let me ask you this, Houston, why do you think that this has been, let me say, even allowed in the investment space? To have this kind of lingo and conversation of like, this is our average return, and, and, and yet it's not really even valid. Because when you think about it, if you, got, if you have um, just a simple number, let's just say you have $100 or $100,000, well, simple math, 
uh, because it's easy for people to listen and think about. And you say $100,000 and you lose 10%. Your value is now $90,000. So you have 100, you lose 10%, your value is 90,000. But then if the next year, year two, you make 12%, you're making 12% on that 90,000. Right, and it puts you right at like 100,800 is, is, the, is the value. And so the rate of return, the percent return for the first year was negative 10, and the second year was positive 12. So if you add a negative 10, for those of you that are math majors or minors out there, if you add a negative 10 and a positive 12 together, what do you get, Houston? You get 2%. You get a positive 2 so a lot of people would say, okay, over the two-year period of time, we were up 2%. The advisors may be sharing that to clients, but then the client's looking at their account file and say, wait a minute, 2% of 100000 is two grand. Uh, why is my value not at one hundred and two? Why is it at 100800 mm-hmm. And the reason is this because they lost 10% and then they made 12% on the ninety grand. Mm. Yes. So this is exactly what we're talking about. Why is this conversation allowed to be had, do you think? I, I think, mean, we're speculating here, but what are your thoughts? Yeah, I think it's technically um, accurate because average returns, if you go to Webster's, you know, it's it's accurate how it works. What's hidden in the small print of these mutual fund prospectuses is a term called compound annual growth mm-hmm. rate, and that's really the true return mm-hmm. that investors— So let's talk about that. Mm-hmm. What, 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 is this what really people should be looking at? Absolutely. Absolutely. But Wall Street firms want to talk about averages because they know anything invested in the market can mm-hmm. have a down year. Yeah. And that average return just makes those types of investments look better and, look better, and yeah. keep investors in, invested in the markets. Yeah. Sometimes when you have a lot of uh, beef in the grocery store to sell and you don't have a lot of consumers or you don't have access to get new fresh beef, you'll get the dye out and color it a little bit. So that way people still buy the beef, right? <laughs> I mean, we've seen these things happen before and I, I hate to say it, folks, but at the end of the day, this is this is stuff. These are things really that happen in the investment space. Mm-hmm. And, you know, uh, we want to be ca- talking about that and calling it out. So, Let's let's kind of recap for folks that have been watching this. So at the end of the day, average rate of return, you know, might be real, but it's kind of misleading when they actually look at what's actually happened to their money. Exactly. Right. And then step number two, what we really need to focus on is compound annual growth rate. Okay. Yeah. And really the balance of our account. And by the way, hmm. uh, die in a in a stake in Arkansas, we call that lipstick on a pig. <laughs> I love that. Don't put (laughs) lipstick on your portfolio. Let's really make sure you know what's going on. Well, listen, uh, Houston, I just want to say thanks for coming in and and taking a few minutes and sharing some of your thoughts with some of the listeners out there as they're dialing into this show. And uh, listen, at any point in time, obviously, you know, you got questions, dial in, reach out to us at the show. But I want to challenge you and I want to encourage you to step back for a minute and take Uh, Just a minute and think about what did we say? What did we talk about here? Because this is powerful. And as Houston mentioned, as you move into retirement, this is a massive effect that will either allow you to kind of live the retirement that you want to live if you're really paying attention to building the right plan in the beginning or potentially being a place where maybe you don't have quite the wealth or, or revenue that you need long term. So as always, my desire is to help you live on purpose so you can live with purpose. Take a minute, though, and also share this show with someone that needs to hear it. However you've come about it, whether you found it on our website or found it in another location, share it with somebody that needs to hear it because 
At the end of the day, one of the ways that we help others in this country make better decisions, which I believe then ultimately affects us all, is by when we found and learn and listen to truth, we share it with others. Be well, be blessed. Talk to you next show. Keep in mind the information shared on this show is not to be considered investment advisory advice. For specific recommendations based on your situation, make sure you reach out to a professional, whether it be financial, accounting, tax, attorney, or whatever you may need to help you find the information necessary to make good decisions.